0: This episode of Let They Meet Cake Podcast is sponsored by It's A Wedding Party. Style shoots are coming to New Orleans with It's A Wedding Party. Some of New Orleans' best vendors will be creating a fully designed space for photo and video pros to come out and shoot. The best part is that it's a win for everyone to get amazing content. for social media, websites, and other marketing collateral. If you're looking to break into the business, this is a great way to build your portfolio. Details launching on September 1st at LRG dot com backslash it's a wedding party. That's E-L-L-E, the letter R, J A E dot com, backslash, it's a wedding party. Hey y'all, it's Fresh Johnson and I'm back and I'm so down bad. It has literally been almost a year. Yeah, we're just like maybe three three months shy of a year that I've posted an episode, but let me just tell you, life. You know, I was knee deep in planning my first fundraiser, like personal fundraiser, not for a client but for a small group of friends. Spring was stressful, my grandmother got sick and I wanted to just kind of break away from things outside of like work work that would kind of keep me away from being able to put in more time and spending time with her. And she ended up passing away at the end of May. So I have been, you know, going through all of the obligatory healing that you do when somebody you love and care about that was super close to you pass away. So from there, I just kind of went straight into my slow season. What, uh What has inspired this episode? Dear diary, it's my slow season. So wedding pros, this is for you, but I'm going to say brides. I think you'll you know get a lot of good information from checking this episode out as well, because it'll kind of allow you to get in the mindset of wedding pros and where we are, um, the kind of journeys that we face and the things that we go through to one take care of ourselves, our businesses, but also still be accessible to our clients and be open with our clients. And I have a very family-like relationship with all of my clients. And I think that's important. So the conversation that I'll be having via this podcast is something that all my clients know and all my clients are familiar with. So that is that. So the slow season, you know, you ask yourself, what is a slow season? And I think it's fairly relative depending on geography. So in New Orleans, our slow seasons are the hotter months and Uh, peak hurricane season. Now, I have noticed that since New Orleans has become, you know, this this crazy destination wedding space, we do have people that come from out of town that aren't necessarily familiar with the importance (laughs) of not getting married in August, late August and early September. But they do it anyway. And You know, they they come up on some good planners, but me personally, I I usually steer clear. You know, if I get clients that come and they have this date on their mind or in that time frame, I kind of talk them out of it just because. I mean, granted, your wedding day is not about me, but I wear wigs. I'm not trying to get my wigs off in a hurricane, you know, to be holding your dress while we get you out the car and into the venue. So let's just get that out the way right now. But uh, during the slow season, there's so many levels to it, you know, and to begin to understand exactly what that looks like, it's important to break down the pros and cons of the slow season. All right. So things that happen when it gets slow, when you don't have much of anything going on, you get complacent. You know, I could not wait until my last event before I had this break because I was just thinking about all of the things that I was not going to do. Like, oh my god, I'm going to sleep all day. I'm going to eat so much junk food. I ain't doing shit. I got excited about it. Like it's a it's a comfortable place of complacency for some people. Also using rest, using the need for rest as an excuse to let work pile up then there's not taking advantage of the downtime. You know, downtime for any industry event professional is like gold, right? And when you have an excess amount of downtime, it's very important that you take advantage of that. Um, Another thing that happens, one of the kinds of the slow season is that you don't forecast upcoming events. So you don't forecast for upcoming events, I should say. So you have X amount of time off. And when you pick back up, you may have like eight to ten events. And if you're not properly planning for that and getting ready for that, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Another thing that happens is you lose your buzz. You know, I've been having to get on myself like, okay, post to social media, post to social media because by me not having any events that's going to naturally make me post and share behind the scenes stuff and get on my Instagram stories, I'm just not going to worry about it. Social media has always been a hard part for me. But then there's the upside to it. There's some pros. So again, downtime comes back up. Get some rest. You you owe yourself some rest. Not too much, but enough. All right. Catch up on your personal life. I talk to my mom more. I feel like I spend more time with my dog. You know, I've just been able to Kind of slow down, see my friends, be a little more social and have, um, you know, have intentional fun, not the fun that just comes with the job. Do assessments on your past season, man. Shout out to my business coach, um, Blake Stanfield, who who definitely holds me accountable for reaching back out to clients, um, sending out questionnaires, trying to find out what worked, what didn't work. You know, even though you were satisfied, what would you have changed? I think um, learning to reflect consistently and accept that feedback and critiques that comes from even satisfied clients, is very important. It's hard to make yourself that vulnerable for that conversation, but I think it's super important too. And who knows, I could be the one that's late to the party. You know, wedding pros that's listening, y'all might already know everything that I'm saying, but I'm learning. You know, 10 years, 11 years in the game, and I'm still learning. Another thing, another pro to the slow season is being able to organize photos and plan for marketing, social media. I'm going to say social media about 55 times during this episode, but having those photos ready to roll, you know, I start to think about the times that I've gone the longest without posting pictures of social media. And it was because I might have them on a hard drive, but I didn't have them selected and ready. And for those of you that follow me on Instagram, you may see that I post my pictures in threes, like fragmented parts of the event. Like the middle picture would be like a bigger scale photo whether the left picture and the right picture or kind of smaller fragments of that photo or just of that area so that you can know that this all came from the same event well that means it takes me a little longer than the next person to find what pictures I'm posting because I have to make sure that these pictures flow together because I love to curate my Instagram so if I don't have those pictures selected in, in my phone or in a folder or sitting on my desktop just ready to roll then I'm gonna put the hard drive up and be like i don't feel like doing this right now and it's not gonna happen and then that's another missed opportunity to engage you know for somebody to click on that hashtag that i'm using and find my work and follow me and say oh she playing q weddings and then tell a friend you know So another thing that's super important that can happen during your slow season is working on collaborations. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that as it pertains to my journey, but oh my God, y'all, you would be surprised or maybe you won't be surprised at the amount of tools and resources that they have out here to connect us with each other. You know, whether you're in your own market, or whether you're traveling, collaborate, 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 and also developing new business tactics. So I would say almost a year ago, around the time where I actually stopped doing my podcast, um, I brought a program called 17 Hats that I swear by, all right? It has taken away so much time that I was doing editing contracts and, you know, trying to streamline my onboarding process and not having systems that talk to each other. I love 17 Hats. It makes it easy. I'm, I'm able to send out questionnaires like that, you know, got my templates in. I'm, I'm working on some other things to just maximize it. You know, and I got a very good Black Friday deal because I was able to pay maybe $300 for two years where normally it's about that amount for one year. So buy a year, get a year free, boom, it's done. And it actually allows you to manage multiple brands as well, which I think is super cool. I said all that to say I was able to write those pros and cons down, but then create my own journey from that. All right. So these are the things that I asked myself. What do you want to accomplish? You have two months. So with the exception of E-Suite, an event that I did with Essence at the beginning of July, I had two months, y'all. My next event isn't until September 15th in New York. Shout out to Tarana Burke. We're doing her um, 45th birthday party. I'm super excited about that. But, I mean, from Essence to Tarana's party, that's two months. Two months of zero events. Two months that I could take and make it to be whatever I wanted to be. So that question, what do you want to accomplish? I knew that I wanted to give my health a little more attention. I knew that I wanted to get out of New Orleans and work on a creative project in a bigger market. And I knew that I wanted to catch up on everything everything that I have been behind on and this is a year's worth of shit y'all I wanted to catch up on everything but also get ahead on everything else I had too much to do this all right I asked myself what do you want to create I said that I want to create something bigger than anything that I have ever done something that is going to continue moving and something that will of course not only position me and benefit me but that would help people that are looking to break into the industry, build their portfolios, but also people that are already established, give them an opportunity to create new relationships and also get a lot of collateral and content that they could use for their continuous marketing. All right, so bookmark that. Hold that thought right quick. The third thing I ask myself is, what do you want to change? I have to change my habits. So when I tell you I have to pay more attention to my health, It comes with a lifestyle change in the way I eat, all right? I wanted to change my habits in what my day looks like, productivity, um, you know, responding. How much time am am I spending on potential clients? How much time am I spending on my clients, my paying clients? These are all things that I had to put on the table. And it's crazy because those three questions, I'm actually going to post this picture to probably my highlights on the podcast Instagram. I'm looking at it now. All these questions turned into this big-ass phone board of stuff that I have to do by August 30th. That's what I'm giving myself. So I'm out in LA right now. Um, I got one of my best friends out here with me. She's working on some acting stuff. And I've made this list and I say, you you cannot leave here successfully. You can leave, you gotta leave because you got a plane ticket. But you cannot leave here successfully unless everything on here is done. If everything on this list isn't done, it is a total waste. And I had an opportunity to keep myself in a position to win. out the gate because I really could have started, started on this list or planned for this list in July. But because, hello, I love procrastinating, I made excuses to, you know, not, to not do it. What a downside to that is that I wasted a lot of time, but the upside to that is that I know I can't go home without having the stuff done. You know, you don't just up and move to L.A. for a month. That ain't that's not I mean, unless you just got money like that. (laughs) That's not something you just up and do. So being here is an investment. So I have to make sure that I give myself a return on my investment, you know, and all of this centers around the fact that I'm in my slow season. Slow season is an amazing time to build. Right. So we're thinking about something that I wanted to create. That's where it's the wedding party came from. I love doing style shoots. I don't get to do them or I haven't been doing them as often because honestly, I, I have just gotten busy. You know, I love doing style shoots in New Orleans because the vendors are always down. Everybody's always willing to contribute. It's usually easy breezy, you know, based on people's availability and you roll with it. Well, I wanted to do it in a bigger market just to use that first event as promo i'm not gonna call it an event i'll call what i'm doing in la like a promo for the launch of it's a wedding party um but out here is so different because i'm in a city where everybody's filming so everybody needs rentals everybody needs a venue everybody needs a photographer everybody needs a videographer and this is expensive y'all i was so excited i was doing um I was going to do the shoot at the Ace Hotel. Of course, they wanted to have me. Well, I'm not going to say they wanted to have me. They don't know me. They were looking forward to having me because of my relationship with the Ace Hotel in New Orleans. And it was all good, right? Man, when old boy sent that amount <laughs> that it was going to cost to do something that is no question that you could get into the space and do for free at home, I had to like backtrack, you know, and out here because everybody has something to gain from what people have what industry professionals have you know i can't just call a rental company and say hey i need this this and that they're going to want me to cover their hard costs which is expensive because all of the rental houses that i like are in outer parts of la so that's a big truck they got to load up with all my stuff i got to cover the hard costs for their staffing their travel then i have to pay for a place peer space was an amazing option there's so many places to choose from so we're nailing that down and then a florist you know i gotta cover the hard cost of flowers for the florist but all this is good because i knew i wanted to create something create something in a market that is bigger than here you know the collateral that i'm going to be able to create from this um the way i'm going to be able to use these photos videos shout out to George Maradiaga with Lonely Eskimo Fumes. I ran into him at Starbucks and, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go to LA for a month just to go do a style shooting work or some other things. And he was like, I want in. So he's coming out here to handle the video stuff. And, and I don't know if y'all seen any of our videos, but let me tell you, he knows how to capture my parties. So I'm super excited about that. And when I spoke a moment ago about Resources that we have. I love Honeybook. So I'm an hour planner girl. I'll plan it to the death of me, right? But Honeybook has this amazing feature where they let you post opportunities to collaborate. Um, you can post paid gigs. You can put casting calls out. And it sends it once you select, you know, the markets that you want to send it to, it sends out an email to all of those people. So I've been kind of, you know, planning before I got here a little bit, but finishing off when I got here for specific vendors that I wanted to work with. But I didn't have a specific photographer in mind. I didn't have a specific makeup artist in mind. So I went to HoneyBook and I put out the opportunity and y'all not even an hour later, I, had, I have a list of people to choose from to use to create this this shoot. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, there's a lot of resources out there. It's important for us to do our research and find out ways that we can connect with each other. You know, and when you think about it, depending on how much you travel, you may get you a plane ticket, you know, to a really cool place. Stay for a few free, free days stay for a few days, do a shoot and boom, go back home, take that content, create some collateral, put it out on social media. And it's funny that I'm trying to give people advice on social media because I suck at it. You know, I'm getting better at it, but ideally I'm way better at my personal Instagram page than my, um, my podcast or my wedding Instagram pages, because it's nothing for me to post, you know, what I'm doing like right at this moment, but I have to think more when it's my business page. The messaging is so important. And that's another thing that I speak on another day, another podcast, but the messaging that we put out, you know, how much of yourself do your clients need to see? Me personally, you really wouldn't know what I look like or who I am until you see me in person or unless you actually at the wedding. Like I don't do too much of myself on my social media. I think there may be one post or three posts because I post my uh, Instagram by threes but there may be three posts <laughs> that actually have my face on it on my entire Instagram page because it's it's not about me it's about this work it's about these tablescapes. it's about these flowers it's about these designs that's what I want y'all to see and when I begin to tackle the things that I want to to change quote unquote um man writing it down y'all I can't I can't explain so much like I spent the day what I've been here about a week, a week and yeah, a week. I spent the day where I didn't check anything off my list. And in my head that processed as today wasn't supposed to be an off day. You didn't check anything off your list, so that means you didn't do something today. You know, and I was beating myself down about it. Now, granted, I don't want to get into a space where I feel the need to beat myself down about not doing anything, but on that specific day, there was no reason why I didn't devote any time for work, you know, and that's what I mean when I said changing my habits. I want to change my habits, I want to change the climate of my my day-to-day. And this is simple as sitting down before I do anything well, after I brush my teeth, but after I brush my teeth and wash my face, but after I come out of that restroom, I need to sit down and eat. I need to nourish myself. I need to feed my brain before I go into pew wedding mode. And I think that that may be something that has been hindering me and keeping me from doing stuff like recording for my podcast uh, for these past few months because I instantly jump out of bed and I'm running to computer trying to make sure I didn't miss any emails, you know, making sure all my clients are good. Y'all, it is okay to start your day off with yourself. And I know that may look like something completely different for my wedding pros out there that have husbands or kids, you know, a family that they may live with or take care of. So it's different for all of us, but I don't want you to ever discredit what you need to do for yourself to start your day. So since I've been starting these days strong, y'all, when I tell y'all can't nobody play with me because (laughs) my mood is just... Oh my god, it is so much lighter. It is so much calmer. I feel so much more full, you know, just because I start my day slow. So it's like taking that word slow season and just putting it in in every context. Every context is my slow season. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to slow down and I'm about to fix all this stuff, okay? So then I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, you've outlined what you want to accomplish. You have outlined what you want to change. You've outlined what you want to create. So after these things are done, how do you keep the momentum? It's important to put things in motion that fuel themselves. And when I say fuel themselves, in in a wedding planner's case, unless you are selling a high demand product, I don't think that you can put something in motion that fuses itself literally. All right. So when I say something that fuses itself, I mean something that is ongoing, you know, where you may have to tweak it a little bit here and there, but it's it's still something that that is going to keep going. So in my instance, it's a wedding party. It's something that's going to keep going. You know, I'm going to continue to find venues to host these style shootouts. And I'm going to have to tweak it every now and then. Of course, it won't be the same designs. It won't be the same vendors every time, but it's still something that can constantly go and I can constantly revamp and I can constantly recreate. All right. So it's, it's almost like creating a machine that just needs a new program, you know, every time it runs. And a part of that is an ongoing process within itself. And if you're the type of wedding pro where you have to be creative all of the time, then that's an amazing thing for your slow season. Social media, social media, social media. Cannot say it enough. I can't wait till I get good in social media so I can come back and be like, y'all, y'all should have listened to me a year ago. It worked. It's, It's important to understand social media, first of all. Like, you can have all the followers in the world. That is great. And it's especially great if you have all the followers in the world and you're selling a product because... You know, it's easy, you're constantly able to give them something to buy. But for people like myself and, you know, rental companies and and designers, you are more, let me see how to say it. It's more important for you to focus on engagement and your impression. Because I don't have some people go on my website and per se click and buy and it comes in a mail. Um, What's important about what I'm selling is my services. So you need to engage with me. You know, I want you to come to my page and see what's new so that you can call your home girl or your homeboy and be like, man, fresh a good planner. Y'all just got engaged. Y'all need to call her, go to her Instagram and check out her stuff. And I have to be better about engaging in a sense of when somebody comes on my page, whether it's Facebook or Instagram and say, hey, I really like this. Oh, this is cool. It's important that I like that or respond back with like a simple thank you. So, and I got to credit my design guy for that, Brandon Shelling, who is amazing. You know, he constantly tells me, you do not have to worry about how many followers you have. Of course, followers is good, but you need to work on your engagement. You need to keep those impressions up because that's how you know people are looking at your stuff. You can have a million followers, and I keep saying a million because that's just me being dramatic. But you can have a gazillion followers, (laughs) and if they're not coming to your page ever, then it kind of don't matter. So that's just something to think about for all my people out there. The under 10K club. All right, y'all? You got to keep the momentum going. Another thing to keep your momentum going, I think collaborating is super important in this instance of keeping the momentum going as well and sharing the love you know I don't look at other planners but well, I don't know how it is in other markets I feel like New Orleans planners we have very good relationships with each other um we don't really step on each other's toes we don't have no beef unless y'all beefing and I just don't know about it but you know we be like pushing each other like yeah girl you got this you know and I think that that's important so sharing the love, even with this podcast, like I want other planners to submit pictures for me to post on my social media. You know, I want to talk to other planners about what it is they're doing, what it is they have coming up. I think that sense of community and collaboration is ultimately was going to keep this business uh, in good graces. There are a lot of industries that are like dog eat dog, cutthroat. But luckily, I haven't had that experience in wedding planning, in my market at least. Like I said, they may not like each other and I just don't know. But we seem to, you know, work it out and, and get along good. And I also think that it's important for you to work with as many people as possible outside of your field too. You know, get get with your photo booth people. Um Brooke Casey weddings, I love what she did. Every week she was going to have coffee or a cocktail with somebody new that she had met on social media. Like that's dope. And that's a great way to get to know people that may be outside of your friender circle, you know, friender, vendor, friend. Y'all get it? Cause I know I got an accent. So I'm trying to make sure (laughs) y'all can understand what I'm saying. And also, uh, as I mentioned, tools like HoneyBook, whether you are a client of HoneyBook, like I don't use HoneyBook as my booking software, but I use HoneyBook for the community aspect of it. And there are always people posting opportunities, whether it's collaborations or paid gigs. So check that out. Tell them I sent you. All right. And at the end of the day, You just got to make that shit happen. Like, that's my slow season motto make that shit happen, y'all. Write it down. Everybody's different, but I found that writing stuff down has been the best way to hold me accountable. You know, when I told my clients I was coming out here, I was like, this is not a work vacation. I want you to, you know, when I was coming out here, I told my clients, this is not a vacation. Like, I want y'all to reach out to me. I want to know what your stress points are. I want to know what do you feel like we're behind on or what do you wish was going a little faster? Because that is what I'm out here to change when I'm out here to fix, you know, just making my business this amazing, smooth boat ride. Not like the Titanic kind of boat ride, but, you know, like a (laughs) a boat ride where we make it back alive. Okay, and, you know, writing stuff down and manifesting these things that I want and constantly talking to my clients has been probably the best decision I made. Like coming to do this in L.A., it was a it was a big decision, but I think it was super, super important and I'm excited about it. So tip to take with you. If you are someone that may not write stuff down, but you feel like, oh, I'm just kind of up and down, what to do, how do I organize, go to Lowe's or Home Depot and get you a big whiteboard. It's like $6. Go to Walmart, get you some dry erase markers, or you can order them off of Amazon. Color code your stuff. You know, write down this week, next week, to-dos for this, to-dos for that. Break it down however you want to. And the, the sense of accomplishment that you'll feel after you cross something off that list is amazing seriously y'all and even if you're traveling if you decide hey i'm about to go spend a couple of weeks here just so that i could unplug and make it happen no excuses dollar tree got the phone boards you could use and they got sharpie markers i went to dollar tree when i got to los angeles i got me a phone board i got my sharpie markers and i mapped out my entire month here and i can't wait to share with you guys Everything that I've been working on, it's been hard as hell. L.A. LA just is L.A., y'all. I'm a southern girl. The weather's good, but man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And just to give you a heads up, the podcast is officially back in full swing. I got some amazing surprises coming for you by the next episode. And a part of my learning experience was that we're not doing this every week. I love y'all, but we're not doing this every week. We're going to be doing it every two weeks. You'll be on the lookout for videos. I did an amazing video with Arja Thomas, who's a great makeup artist in the city. I think y'all are going to love it. Also, log on to the website, LetItMeCakePodcast.com to check out past episodes and get in the know. This episode of Let Them Cake Podcast was brought to you by It's a Wedding Party. Shoots are coming to New Orleans. Some of the best vendors are going to be presenting a fully designed space for photo and video pros to come out and shoot. The best part is to win for everybody. We're going to get amazing content for social media, our websites, and other marketing collateral. So, this is a great opportunity if you're looking to break into the business as a way to build a portfolio. Also, if you're a vendor, you have some new stuff that you wanted to get some, you know, design pictures of. Let me know. Hit me up. We can throw you in there. More details launching September 1st at LRJ.com backslash It's A Wedding Party. That's E-L-L-E, the letter R, J-A-E.com backslash It's A Wedding Party.